Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. Just a quick trigger warning. We do talk about pregnancy loss and infertility issues in this episode. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Okay. A great speech lays out a detailed, action-oriented plan, and the conclusion reminds everyone what you plan to do. I disagree. Think about the best movie speeches of all time. Notting Hill, Bridget Jones, The Notebook. They're all, like, super emotional. Are those your favorite movies? Don't pretend you don't love them. Hi, and welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where I want to punch Lizzie in the face so bad, I can't even tell you, how dare she say that some of the best movie speeches are from The Notebook? Oh, yeah. And Bridget. I mean. My name is Archer. I'm I'm angry today, and I'm here with my my spaghetti to my meatball, Steph. What's up? What's Um, up? You're angry about the... I, I get the notebook anger. Dude, I teach speech uh, writing. No, I'm just saying. And Denny had it correct. Denny was correct in his approach of to course, the speech. Of course he was. <laughs> and then Lizzie's like, some of the greatest movie speeches ever. Have you seen Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> Clearly <laughs> no one in Virgin River is watching anything outside of like Nicholas Sparks. Like, what the hell is she talking oh, about? I don't know. But I do love Bridget Jones' Diary. That's, like, one of my favorites. I do, too. But I'm not telling my students, go watch Bridget Jones' Diary no. and then write a speech. Could you imagine JFK delivering his inaugural address, like, uh, no. No. Renee, what's her name, out of Zellweger. Bridget Jones' Diary? Where? He's up there, like, crying and shit. <laughs> like, I, I, oh, no, wait, Notting Hill. I'm just a president standing <laughs> before you. Asking you to love me. <laughs> to vote for me. Choose era, me. Era, to just vote for me. Era. <laughs> Although I will say one of my favorite lines in Bridget Jones' diary is when they're like, 
chatting at work over the computer or whatever. And he's like, mm-hmm. yes, like your tits in that top. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I forget that movie. I haven't I seen it in forever. fucking love that movie. It's is Mr. Darcy in it? Who's the guy in it? Is it Mr. Darcy? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It's Hugh okay. Grant and that other dude. I love Hugh Grant. I know. I no, know. I have no shame in loving Hugh Grant. I don't care that he did weird things with prostitutes. That's not my Oh, business. I don't care about that. I don't think that's... Isn't he problematic in other ways? I mean, I don't know. I, I also don't... I honestly don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna shame. I'm not gonna shame him for whatever he does sexually. No, whatever. As long as there's two consenting Wait, adults, I don't give a fuck. What did he do? Oh, I don't know. I'm oh. just saying, like, no, no. I would never shame anyone for your sexual. Fly your freak flag. That oh, is no. our motto here, for sure. But what do you think he did that we shouldn't like him? I don't I'm know. I care. Oh. I feel like did he not get swept up in me too? <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I haven't heard. Now I need to know. Listeners, if anybody knows, please go into our Facebook group and tell us why Hugh Grant is dirty. Can we talk about what a holdie he is? Oh, he's stunning. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I loved him in Love Actually, too. Oh, God. That's a classic. Yeah. It's so good. So good. That's such a good movie. So good. I love Um, it. Okay. So- did you notice we're we're talking Virgin River today, season five, episode two, Songbird? Mm-hmm. Did you notice Preacher and Jack and uh, the sister? Help me, Bree. Bree, they get a little wild and they start talking about banging, I getting know, laid. They're I mean, saying getting laid. I know. In the kitchen. I was like, what is this show? Yep, of all places, Bree mm-hmm. bringing it. Bree is bringing it. I mean, look what she's going home to, though, to be fair. Ugh. She's all horned up 24-7. <laughs> He's like a teenage boy. Okay, guys. So we're going to do this one a little different. We're just going to go character by character. I tried to do that last episode, but I feel like I went too quickly. Okay. And so I didn't get some of the nuance that uh-huh. is, you know, really important. So we're going to try this a little different. So we're going to start with Jack and we're going to end with Mel. Ooh, okay. Go. Yeah. So Jack, we see him, we pick up and he's visiting Charmaine. We saw, you know, he started to do that last episode. That beautiful And she, she tells him the baby's daddy was a mistake. Now, I have several questions here. Same. Okay. Number one, is Charmaine's baby daddy the the mysterious stranger who got, who is Bert's fentanyl dealer? Do you think? They gave him a name. They don't give people a full name. Unless they're going to be, you know. Oh, I didn't even think. She was like, his name is Sebastian Bach. Like, he has a full name. Sebastian Bach? (laughs) Oh, my God. So, like, that makes me wonder, is he? Somebody is that baby's daddy. Well, of course. And (gasps) number. Oh, no. I think it's Brady. No, no, no. How dare you? No, he only has eyes for Brady. Stop it. (laughs) Um, although she, she was, she got pregnant in 2007, so who knows? I, oh, wow, yeah, true. He was really she a was child. Pregnant, she was pregnant before Brady and Brie even met. Wow. Okay. That's really messed up. I can't even wrap my brain around it. Because, like, who's that? Are these writers not stupid? This is like Little House on the Prairie when Laura was pregnant for, like, 17 seasons. Oh, with my Rose. God. Um, so... My second question is, she is a hairstylist. Now. Yes. 
if you're a hairstylist and you're really, really good and you live in Beverly Hills and you're doing top clients, you could afford a house like this. Yes. If you are a hairstylist in, she doesn't work in Virgin River. Where does she work? I don't know. Grace Valley? Town. Yes, but go ahead. You finish. I almost said Elmdale, but that's Shit's Creek's <laughs> other town. <laughs> But like, okay, so the rich dude bought her the house. Yeah, and I think she's moving out of it. Okay. Is, okay. That's the impression right. that I got because the boxes on the counter all said Charmaine's Kitchen stuff. Okay. So I got all the right. impression that she was leaving, like she was moving out of that house. Okay, because I'm right? like, there's no way. There's no, no way. Oh, no way. Okay. No, that's totally right. that douchey rich guy's money. Todd was his name Todd? Todd. Of course it was. Of course it was. Of course it was. Like, Sorry if you're like husband is named Todd. But... So Jack is like teared up and he's like, I broke my back for you and you lied. You humiliated me. And then she says, Dude, you fucked me over and fell in love with Mel like while we were still together. But and she's like, they? Well, okay, so we'll get to that later. I'm saving that because okay. we'll get to that later. Okay. okay. We'll get to that in about one minute. Okay. So <laughs> she's like, I needed someone to help me and to provide for us and to take care of my boys. And he says, you have my sympathy, not my forgiveness. Dun, dun, dun. Again, I mean, I'm still not understanding what he's so upset about. I know. We're both like, mm. what the fuck? So, meanwhile, Mel tells Jack later when she sees him, like, you totally led Charmaine on, dude. Yeah. And he's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was very clear. Now, everybody listening has had this type of relationship in oh, their yes. life. I don't want anything serious. I don't want anything serious. But you're pretty much living together, acting as boyfriend and girlfriend. Yep. This is what Jack did. He fuckboyed Charmaine. He did. I he think did. you're right. I think he did, too. He did. And Mel says that, like, you banged her and she, you let her fall in love with you. Mm. Well, like, no matter you what your words were saying, your mm. actions were saying otherwise. But are you responsible for someone else falling in love with you? Because I don't think that you are. I don't think so. But don't forget, Mel says this went on for two years. Mm. So, like, after year one, cut her loose if you don't want anything to do with her. Yeah. I mean, there were, I'm sure, well, I mean, how many pickings are there in Virgin River? <laughs> I mean, until Mel okay. came along, I don't think there was anyone. According to Hope, there was like 3,587 oh people God. in the town. I know, I cannot. And Jack, let's face it, can have anybody he wants. Yeah, totally. Oh, he's yeah. so and Charmaine could too. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Definitely. And she doesn't even live in Virgin River. She's not even a resident. No, like get out of here, Charmaine. Go back to the trash pile. <laughs> so later Charmaine visits with Doc and I forgot that Doc cheated on Hope with Charmaine's mother I didn't remember that either who was Hope's best friend oh wait not Lily she became best friends with Lily after oh, this falling out oh right mm-hmm. I was and wondering how he knew so much about her I totally forgot Yeah, because about that. Charmaine starts remembering like how her mom was a big old slut. Yep, yep, yep. She's basically like, everyone in town called my mom a whore. Yep. And Doc's like, your mom was not a big whore. Okay, I knew her. I banged her. She was fine. Yeah, whatever. <gasps> Is Doc like the older version of Jack? 
<laughs> did Doc fuck Boy Charmaine's mom? Did he? I bet he did. Because he's a good guy. Doc is? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. We see him get a little cranky later. I but know. I do want more on that cheating situation, though, with Rachel. They, Rachel. they covered a little bit of it. And, oh, stop it. Sorry. Stop it. <laughs> Don't ever do that to me again. I love you. <laughs> um... <laughs> So Charmaine heads over to Mel's and she apologizes to her and Mel accepts the apology and then Jack and Charmaine talk Mm -hmm. and Jack's like, look, maybe I did lead you on, even though I was crystal clear that I didn't want anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe I led you on. Mm. So they agree to forgive one another. And then Jack's like, what's your plan? Like, what are you going to do here? And she's like, well, I think I'm going to go sign up for subsidized housing and I have to live at a shelter and I have to get on a bunch of food lists and maybe I can get government health care. And Jack just goes, okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right. So you got everything covered. I'll see you later. He's like, what? <laughs> First of all, how does she go from like living in that big, beautiful house, which I know only happened for half of a second, but- mm-hmm. To being mm-hmm. like homeless and needing to go to a shelter? What? I can't believe it. Dude, like, I mean, is, she's going to. This gonna, is she, so cringy. Yeah, but think about it. Like if you only had a hairdressing job and you had nobody else and you had the boys, you might have to live in like a subsidized situation. Nobody paying child su- support. No that. child support. God damn. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, her mom's know. dead. Her mom's dead. I don't know where her dad is. I bet she doesn't know who he is. Her father. (gasps) (laughs) I don't think the cheating happened that long ago. Amy. We have to go back and decide if the cheating happened that long ago. All right. We got to figure it out. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. All right. Okay. Okay. So later, Jack and Mel and Brady and Bree have dinner, and Jack thanks Brady for sticking by Bree through everything. Mm hmm. Now we go over to Bree. Do, 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 over to Bree's house. She oh. smartly moves Brady right into that bed. <laughs> I knew it. Smart girl. Smart girl. You know what this reminds me of though? Because the last the last two episodes well, the first two episodes, obvious I guess, right? Um mm-hmm. there you only see them in bed. Like on Yellowstone, but like with the <laughs> Eagle Muppet and Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, they're just, that's they're true. always just canoodling in bed. Like at least they're not having sex on a green leather like, couch. Why is he just like laying there lazy as fuck? <laughs> I'm here for it. But like they're all like, here's what I don't understand. Pause. Why through all this whole thing, you see everyone is just like leisurely walking around. Does no one have a job or there is anywhere no to there's no sense of, sense of urgency. urgency for anything? There's no sense of urgency. I'm like, no, what, no. what is happening? Nope, nope. And I, I will admit to you that I may have let my DVR or my Netflix run into the next episode. Oh, for so two did minutes. I. So did I. Two minutes. Because I swear there wasn't, it didn't stop. It just went we right saw, into some dancing and drinking. We got some hot drunk Jack. Yes. And I, I actually <laughs> said to myself, now there's a guy I'd be attracted to. Me too. I'm like, this is exactly what Jack needed <laughs> to get off the way. Yes. <laughs> there's the guy that I fell in love with. Sign me up. Little Miss Recap does not condone falling off the wagon. We take we take addiction seriously. 
just a okay. little bit into what I like. Uh, yeah. So, and then he's like falling down drunk, and oh, I'm I like, know. oh my and god, it's so hot there. though. Okay. <laughs> when so he's Bree... dancing, it's so hot. <laughs> but then we realize it's a night terror. I know, but now I can't stop. He laughing. has all these night terrors. Why does he have all these night terrors? He has PTSD from the war. Like, but he's sh- seeing Wilson or whoever's therapist is Barnaby. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. Let's let's so, stick to this episode. All right, let's go with Bree. So Jack and her take a hike, and she tells him about the rape, and she asks him not to come to the trial. And at one point, Jack's like, you're a victim of a terrible crime. And she's like, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. Yep. Take my lead. Yep. Okay. Now we're going to scoot over to Hope, Lizzie, and Denny, mm, these three. This is ridiculous. Hope is dedicating Lily's garden today, and she plans to use the speak as a public or the speech as a public lashing against those who are out to get her. Yep. I and just, she, go ahead. I just have so many thoughts on this. Go ahead. She threatens Lizzie with having to give her a sponge bath if she doesn't help her write her revenge <laughs> speech. <laughs> what? Like what? So not, Lizzie, she's clearly not like disabled, though. Why are they making it like? She's I mean, incapacitated. That's a good point. She's that's not. Point. Why Hope, does she need a caregiver? Hope can. She doesn't need a caregiver. She needs a companion. That's what she needs. Companion care. Like just somebody stick around. Make sure you don't do anything crazy. I know. Because you have the TBI. That's it. She doesn't need somebody to sponge bath her. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So weird. So Lizzie's like, you need to take a page out of the best speeches from the best movies ever, like The Notebook, Notting Hill, Bridget Jones. We've discussed this. She says, the key to a good speech is that they're super emotional. No, 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 no. I used to teach rhetoric. I taught rhetorical analysis. That is not the key to a good speech. What is? It depends on the audience. It depends on the situation. You're given a eulogy? Yes. Mm. Pack that with some pathos. But if you're like giving a speech where you're trying to maintain your position as mayor, you want a little bit of ethos. You want to show people that you're qualified to do this, not True. what she's doing. Mm. Anyway, okay, I'm off my soapbox. Okay, there. okay. So Denny's like, no, no, no. You lay out a plan, and then the ending has a call to action. He's a hundred percent right. <laughs> Denny would have passed my class. And Hope has a spell. She has some kind of spell where she like looks off into the distance uh-huh, real weird. Uh-huh. And Lizzie's like, I'll get you medicine. <laughs> she has a headache. So they go upstairs and Hope tells her the story about how they incorporated the town and Hope became the first and only mayor. You guys, pause. We need a big pause right here. How, what is Virgin River only as old as, what's her fucking Hope? Hope? <laughs> or is Hope like 275? Like what? I, I don't know because the way it sounded, it was very like we were settling Walnut Grove. Like yes. it was like, oh, Hans, you know, Larson came here and settled in Walnut Grove and Nels came shortly after, you know, whatever. It was, yes. no, no. I know. It's really freaking, this whole timeline of this show is so absurd. It's absurd. Maybe she, maybe they settled the town when Charmaine got pregnant. Oh my God. <laughs> So she gets all emotional and Lizzie's like, yes, use that in your speech. And Denny goes against his own instincts and is like, okay, use that in your speech. She does. And she loses her mayorship, which she should have because of that. Mm-hmm. 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 
Okay, Preacher. Not much going on with Preacher. He makes great macaroni and cheese and misses the fuck out of Paige, and he's horny. Mm -hmm. That's what I know. He's horny. He mm -hmm. makes good macaroni and cheese, and he misses Paige. Well, Jack we learned a little him, about his mama, his mom and dad. We did. Jack tells him, have fun, make mistakes, get laid. And Preacher's mom apparently was like a super good cook and gave him all her recipes, and we see him flipping through her cookbook, and then finds a little picture of himself. And then he later tells Mel he always wanted to have children. Mm. He's like, I've been in Virgin River for seven years. I want to have kids. I want to get married. What is taking so long? Whoa. And I'm like, well, dude, maybe Mary Charmaine, instant family. Instant family. Maybe the town is so young that not enough people even live there to, like, hook up with other people. You have to step maybe. outside, and that's why Jack had to find Charmaine. <laughs> And that's why Mel moved to town and Jack was immediately, he immediately right, seized on because she's the only on woman her. that's mm -hmm. walked in, like, mm -hmm, ever mm -hmm. since Hope, yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Hope Hope was there, you know, setting up the mail, the post office, setting up the bank. She was busy. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Preacher. I don't either. I read the description for the next episode, and it said Preacher meets a firefighter. Is that where we're going with this? Oh. And where are where are the queer people here? I know. Is no one gay? Well, is no, no one questioning? What? Who's gay? The 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 one with the hat. Oh, oh, help me. Oh, the new hippie from yes. Portland. Yes, her first gay character. Daughter. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't even mm -hmm. know her name. Isn't that terrible? Ava. Ava. I just don't know why one of the main characters can't be queer. Like, we need some diversity here, guys. I know. What's going on? Well, some I sexual diversity. That's what they're doing with Ava. See, I initially thought I that so. Ava was thrown into the mix to like throw a wrench between Bree and Brody. Brady. 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 Um, how dare you? I'm sorry. I can't. I was. I had like sex. No, I just mean how brain. dare you insinuate they can be broken up? No, but oh my god, he's an asshole. He's gonna break her mm. heart, dude. You mm. know he is. But then no, when she said that, up in grandma's drug ring. <laughs> but then when she said, you know that, you know when she came out, blah blah blah, and I was like, oh okay, well there goes that theory. I don't know. Yeah. So do you think there's somebody closeted in Virgin River? I mean, there must be. <gasps> Could Charmaine <laughs> just throw everybody with Charmaine? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Bert. <laughs> Bert's not a lesbian, Bert's an old married man. Oh, I meant like maybe Bert's gay. <laughs> I mean, old uh. people can be gay too. <laughs> Yes, yes, late in life lesbians. Yes, can Hope be a late in life lesbian? I could see I that storyline. Yes, yes, Jesus Christ, I guys, give us something. Right. <laughs> I'm calling. Who's who's the writer on this show? Who's writing this? I'm calling them. I don't know, but they have no gay people in this town. I don't like it. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So now we have Doc and Cameron, and Doc gets all aggro with Cameron, which I don't blame him. Cameron sucks. Cameron blows. And Cameron didn't file some insurance claims. And then we have Muriel. Now Muriel and Cameron have some chemistry. I thought so too. And you want, all right, you go ahead. And then I want to tell She's you. She's old enough thought. to be his mother. I know she is. Okay. So she comes by and she's like, oh, I was a nurse for five minutes in 1978. Let me submit those yeah. claims. Do you okay. know? Okay. Our medical billers out there are ready to jump through the screen yep. because they all know that if Muriel did this 25 years ago, the landscape has vastly, vastly changed. changed. Yes. And in in sending in insurance claims, submitting insurance claims is not the same now <laughs> as it was. I don't know how messed up I am. My oh, first no. thought when she was like, oh, I'll file those claims. I'm like, oh, is she going to start embezzling? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the show. The show will do that to you. I'm like, I'm like throwing all these random shit that like just pops up in my head. I'm like, oh, embezzling. And then I'm like, well, would she do that? I don't think so. Not I don't she think she would too. I don't think she would do that, but I think she's going to bang Cameron. I think she is too. He reminds me of someone I just don't know who, and it's driving me bonkers. The Night Stalker? I don't know. Ted Bundy. No. He reminds me of like the kid that comes to school, like moves from to school from out of town when you're in like seventh grade. Oh, he reminds you of Danny LaRusso when he moved to <laughs> Reseda in uh the karate kid. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. And Mel's like he's gonna, Elizabeth Shoe. He's going to be like out on the beach and a bunch of Cobra Kai's and yes. skeleton costumes are going to jump him yes. over a boombox. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's happen. Yes. And he's so dorky. Ugh, I can't. So I don't she like tells, him. She tells Cameron, like, have a backbone, stand up to Doc, and he'll, he'll really, he'll respect you because, I mean, he's married to that bitch, Hope. So, you know, he can take it. So Cameron does this. And in his standing up to Doc, he references that Doc knew him as a young boy. Did we know this? I didn't know that at all. I thought Cameron was a stranger. So did a hundred percent. I actually. I think they're changing history here. I think they're here. changing it too. I was going to ask you that. And I like, do I have to go back and watch when they, like I'm when they first hired him? I might have, hired. because I don't, I didn't remember that at all. I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. So later, she's making coffee and, I don't know, cleaning the kitchen. They offer her a job and she accepts. Which I thought was weird that he would have done that without, like, talking to Hope first. Well, hire Muriel? Yeah, because you know Hope. Right, because Muriel's hot for him. Right, and everybody knows it. I mean, that's my problem with Muriel. She pretends she's everyone's friend, but she's really like the town whore. I like her a lot. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I like her. Oh, I don't I'm dislike like, her. I'm it's, like, that Muriel, she just has her shit together. She yeah. can run that office. She yeah. can. Yeah. A billion percent. But she's trouble. She's trouble. 
Mm-hmm. She's trouble. She's going to take your man. She's yes. going to steal your man. Yep, she is. So now we have Brady, okay? And we're going to save the last oh, well. scene for, for later. So we're just going to cover a little bit of what happens earlier. Brady hops on his bike and he flies over to that drug site. And he's like, how dare you motherfuckers throw a rock through Bree's window? We had a deal, blah, blah, blah. And grandma's like, <laughs> grandma's not, no, let's call her. She can't be grandma. She has to be like Nana. She has to be something like softer. Who's this? The drug queen pen. That's DQ. No, she's got to be like Nana. <laughs> All right. Nana. Nan. So Nana says, I'd like to introduce you to Gene Sackham. Sackheim. <laughs> and that's say- the guy. That's what I'm talking about. I this is going to say Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Gene Simmons showing up at this job site. I don't know. That would track. I'm crying. So Gene Gene Sackheim is there, which tells me that he has like something in the story. Why do we need to know his full name? No clue. And they're like making him a character. Maybe he's what's her name's father. No, I think he's Charmaine's baby daddy. Daddy. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I called him Bert's drug pusher. <laughs> Bert's box of biscuits. <laughs> so, Bert has a drug pusher, and it's Gene Sackheim. And Brady, Brady's, like, screaming, and Nana's like, uh, we didn't do this, you fucktard. If we did it, she'd be dead. You know how we run shit here in Virgin River. And she says, oh, by the way, I need you to, to work late tonight. Don't disrespect me again, motherfucker. And and she has on like opal earrings and like a cute little scarf. She, <laughs> she just, just crawled like out of a cold water mahjong. Yeah, she looks like my mother-in-law coming out yeah. of cold water creek. Yeah. Yep. So Jeb, so now Jeb wanders over, okay? And he and Brady are having lunch. This is a little bit later. And he's talking about how he needs this job to support his kid Annabelle yeah. and blah blah blah. And he's like, look, I'll cover for you tonight so you could go to that dinner with your in-laws. And, um, well, they're not in-laws because right. he and Bree are not engaged yet. Yes. So he's like, we got to watch out for one another here. Like, we're in this shit storm together. You know, we're in the trenches together. And uh, Brady's like, okay, more on that later. All right. So now we're going to scoot over. We're going to scoot over to Mel. So now how do you feel about Fleetwood Mac's songbird? I mean, I love Fleetwood Mac. I do too. Like, I love Fleetwood Mac. I don't, there's not a soft Fleetwood Mac song that I don't like. I do I too, no but Songbird, song. like Songbird's not one of my top Not mine five. either. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. So Mel is hiking and Fleetwood Mac's Songbird comes on and she has a memory of being young and she thinks about her mom. When she gets home, she tells Jack that, uh, or Jack tells her that he saw Charmaine and he can't forgive that lying tramp. Mm -hmm. or like her mother (laughs) so mel says oh i got that weirdo hippie ava because i forgot to mention last episode that she collapsed at the end oh yeah i forgot about that yeah she's like sitting in a booth and she like flies out of the booth it's like me drunk flies out of the booth onto the floor (laughs) like me drunk when we were at jilly's a million years ago and i fell and tore my acl in the middle of the bar yeah that was great yep 
Do you remember we were at Jilly's one time and I was really drunk in the bathroom and I was sobbing because the guy who bought my parents' house was out in the main restaurant area and was talking about my childhood home. And I was like, I couldn't handle it. And I was sobbing in the bathroom and everybody was in there trying to console me. Do you remember this? I don't. I was probably drunk too. Probably. Screw him. So anyway, so Jack says, you could take the girl out of the clinic, but you can't take the clinic out of the girl or something like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, then he just wants to bang. Now, I have a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts about these two. Okay. Number one, there are always candles lit. Mm-hmm. They go to sleep, there's candles lit. They wake up, there's candles lit. Oh, that it's is, romantic. It's, <laughs> it's irresponsible. Yeah. And I don't know who's the smoke prevention considering dude? Smokey the bear, the Smokey fire prevent- the bear. prevention. Yes, and considering didn't that motherfucker's house burn down? Are yes. we that stupid? Yes. yes, and she lives in a log cabin. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Whatever. So they they you know they just sit around and they like just hold each other and talk with candles all the time. Marriage does not look no. like this, guys. No. Engagement does not look like this. Nothing looks like this but Virgin River. (laughs) So Mel and Ava have lunch after her appointment, and she reveals that she has endometriosis. Mm -hmm. Okay. So talk to me about endometriosis, because I know it's like a devastating, very serious condition. Mm -hmm. What happens there? Do you know? I know a little bit. Okay. So... Medical corner. Um, okay. So endometriosis, I believe, I don't have it. I'm not an expert on it, but what I believe it to be is there. It's like like an overgrowth of some kind of cells in the lining of the uterus or the fallopian tubes that grows in there, and it can also grow outside of the uterus and connect to like other organs. It's really Mm. it gets horrible. So that could fuck only, with your fertility. A hundred, yeah. I mean, I know a mm-hmm. lot of people. I do know, not a lot, but I know a couple people. Somebody that we know has it, um, mm-hmm. um, and has struggled with for you know infertility. But the only treatment really is surgical removal, and there's no guarantee that it won't come back. Which so, is what happened to Ava. Mm-hmm, yep. This yeah. really, this it's was sad. devastating. It's devastating. It was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine like. You know, my heart breaks for people who have to make this decision. Like, do I undergo treatment or do I get a hysterectomy? So here's what I think is going to happen. Okay. I think she's going to adopt the baby. Chloe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how she's going to end up, like, sticking around in Virgin River. So Tara has Chloe right now, right? Right. But you know, but Tara like, hates younger, Chloe. And I don't think she hates her, but I think, (laughs) but I think she's like younger. I think she's obviously younger and I think she's just not ready for it. And Ava wants kids. So I think it makes sense if she were to take that on. Well, that's the thing. Ava says she never wanted kids before, right? but like, I feel like there's something that happens to you when that choice is taken from you. Oh Yeah. Yeah, so, and I think that she at this point was like... Yep, but yeah. that's what I think is going to happen. That's my theory. Okay, all right. I'm probably wrong, because I usually... And then, then I wrote, yay, 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 we learn Ava is a lesbian. Yep. I'm, I'm here for this. Yep. 
So then she says, you know, she's really missing her mom. There's a lot of mom this episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to make a confession to you. We're back at the cabin and Mel's talking about her mother and I started crying. Did you? I did. I did. Dude, my crying is out of hand. Are you like. When I'm watching shows. Really? I'm a big crier. Oh my God. I was ugly crying at, what was I watching recently though? Oh, 90 Day Fiance the other way. I was ugly crying. Ugly crying. Oh, wow. All right. Well, there's a couple on there, Kenny and Armando, and Armando lives in a very strict Catholic Mexican culture. Okay. And he did not, he was not able to come out, so he was, like, kind of forced into marriage. And when he did come out to his wife, she flipped out on him, and she took off chasing him in a car, and she got into a car accident, and she died, and their baby died. Oh, my God. She was, like, eight months pregnant. That's horrible. hmm That's so tragic. And Armando was – I'll put trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and Armando was telling the story about it, and he was talking about how, like, he thought about ending his life, and mm. it was a really dark time for him. and But he had a daughter at the time. They had a daughter already. And he's like, she, she saved my life. And he's sobbing while he's telling the story. So of course I'm ugly crying in the kitchen. Like, (laughs) I would probably cry over that too. I mean, we're talking about a dead baby. And they're like such nice people. Like Kenny and Armando are just so sweet. It's like, you just want to reach through the thing and hug him. I also have, like, I hold some space for that wife too, because imagine like, yes, that's hard too. Of course. Yes, Absolutely. But it's really the fault of his parents and his culture that that. felt made him feel like he had to hide. I get, I totally get that. But I also feel very sad for her too because me too, me too. It it was just like tragedy all around. Totally, you know what I mean? Yeah, a tragic sandwich, as I like to say. Okay, well, that's one I won't be eating. So, (laughs) so now we have Mel and Jack, and they're they're just sitting on the couch after dinner, just holding one another. Mm Mm-hmm. Talking about how much they love each other mm-hmm. by candlelight Patrick with sweet music playing every night. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Timmy and I are going to do this tonight. <laughs> and Songbird comes on, and Mel tells Jack it was her mother's favorite. And then she has a memory of Joey and her as young girls after their mom died. And yeah. apparently, mom had lost a baby named Chloe. And she asks Jack to dance with her and they start dancing. And she tells him how like her connection to her mother was her nursing. Yeah. And she doesn't have that connection right now because she quit her full-time job to learn to sew. And (laughs) so she doesn't know what to do. (laughs) And Jack is like, I wish that I got to know your mother and I wish our little girl would get to know your mother. Like, it's really sad. And I was crying. I was crying. I I wasn't crying, Mm -hmm. but it was touching. I was crying. Because I was thinking about like, not to get morbid, but where would I have been without my mom and my gram raising my kids? Like, I would feel like an idiot. You know what I mean? I know. So now we have the the ending scenes. So here's what happens at the end. These are the cliffhangers. Preacher hears there are wildfires headed towards Virgin River from that fuck town Grace Valley. Ugh. Thanks, whores. Grace Valley. It's, all, it's full of whores. The town is just on fire. <laughs> Somebody must have been smoking and threw their butt out the window. <laughs> and then Brady gets back to the job site and he finds Jeb face down in a pile of drugs. Did Apparently he was tasting the merchandise. Did you see all the powder on his mustache and his nose? 
Could that have been any more freaking ridiculous? Right. We're not laughing at the overdose. We are no. laughing at the like, ridiculousness. Yes. Like they literally took drugs and just, just smeared, smeared it, it under Face. took drugs they took drugs and smeared it not like yeah. powder or flour Dr- actual drugs and the we virgin see brady. river crew actually used real drugs we see brady like pick up the the pile of fentanyl he's like wait a minute we're missing one thing from this pile is dead is dead and now brady is fucked because okay. that that Jack Sackheim or whatever his name is is not going to take well to this, no. and neither Nana is Nana. Is gonna be. <laughs> He's going right into fucking timeout. You can <laughs> rest assured, Brady is going to be in timeout. Nana is yes, not going up with this shit. He's going back to his mother. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the episode, and that's where we we stand. Now, I liked this recap better. Same. I feel like going through a little bit more detail was better. Um, guys, I, I let me know what you think in the in the episode comments. Let us know. Yes. Come at us. Come at us. Well, Just come at really. us. I, mean, I don't really um, care. What do we think is going to happen? Do you think Brady's going to be on the hook for Jeb's death? I do. I think something bad's going to. There's no way Brady's just going to. Something bad is going to happen to Brady. Period. Why is my man Brady in this precarious situation? He's just. He's problematic. I want to know what's going to happen to Preacher. Because he has no story anymore. He's just going to meet this stupid fire... I almost said Firefly. He's going to meet this stupid firefighter. And I don't know. Bang his way around town. I don't know because they seem to be making a real big deal about his macaroni and cheese. Is he... (laughs) Are they like marketing that? Is he going to produce a real macaroni and cheese? And if if so, I'm here for it. Same, although I make a really good macaroni and cheese, and I bet so it's not I. as good as mine. So do Just I. Saying. My mother-in-law makes a macaroni and cheese with tomatoes in it. I've heard of that. Well, yeah. And it has like a little tomato soup in it. Um, My kids love it. Now, I make it 95 pounds of cheese. Same. Real cheese. Real cheese. Yeah. All the gouda, mm-hmm. all the delicious get in there. Yep. But I do, I do like her version. I yeah. like any macaroni and cheese. Me too. I just, I prefer like during a time of comfort, just the bare basics. Like just give yes. me the mac and yeah. cheese. Save that tomato yeah. stuff for like a fancier time of comfort. Now my, now growing up, my favorite was Kraft macaroni and cheese. Oh. Because Jenny and I ate that almost every night. Okay. Well, mom was at the gym. We talked about this. Oh, um, way to go, Donna. And then we would have contests who could swallow more noodles whole. Oh, my Without God. choking. Stop mm-hmm. it. I think it was Jenny's way of trying to kill me. I think it was, too. I think she wasn't swallowing anything. No, she totally wasn't. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was all a plot. It was mm-hmm. all part of a plan. All right, guys. If you like our coverage of Virgin River, subscribe, share the episode. Leave us a five-star review. That'd be lovely. That we would, would love be that. Amazing. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Stay tuned for more of your favorite reality stuff. We're doing Sister Wives over on our Patreon, and we're doing 90 Day Last Resort Mm -hmm. on our free feed. And Steph and I are going to be jumping into Married at First Sight when that comes back. We're very excited. And that's it for now. All right, Steph. Love your bones. Love your bones. Love you. Love you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.